0: Well, it's about that time again. We are back. I hope y'all missed us. We took a week off, but we are back in the sauce mm-hmm. doing it again like we always do it. I am your co-host, Deontay.
1: And I'm Shakima.
0: And we are the Dunlaps.
1: With the Dunlaps.
0: Yes, we are. We are them. Mm-hmm. They are us. Mm-hmm. How y'all doing out there today in the internet? Oh, y'all look hope- good. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, we're here to give you what you need, a little bit of entertainment, some education and all that good stuff. Hope we can elevate your mind to a better place. Mm-hmm get you thinking about things in a different way all right hope we to bring some smiles for miles and you know enhance your brain okay all right my love. i'm down with
1: the brain enhancement (laughs)
0: let's get it all (laughs) right we're gonna hop right into it like we always do we're gonna start with our traditional beginning and this day in history we're gonna start with you my love
1: okay so actually um, i'm gonna do two because we were talking about reconstruction the other day and um you know how there's always the okie doke and so we are actually thinking about like how we have been in multiple reconstructions over the course of our nation's history but we only talk about that one right but like right. every time there's a huge amount of progress then there's ultimately the backlash and it just seems like the average citizen is always caught you know um in betwixt and in between the powers that be right they make us feel like they're they're making huge changes but really they're always doing the same thing like they have one one group that's bad so bad that you want the other group to you know come to power and they just take turns tossing us around good cop bad cop right so on april 24th um 1877 president hayes withdraws federal troops from the last southern state house ending reconstruction on April 24, 1877, on orders from President Rutherford B. Hayes, federal troops withdrew from the State House in Louisiana, the last federally defended state house in the South, just 12 years after the end of the Civil War. This withdrawal marked the end of Reconstruction and paved the way for the unrestrained resurgence of white supremacist rule in the South, carrying with it the rapid deterioration of political rights for black people. After the Confederacy's 1865 defeat in the Civil War, Reconstruction amendments to the U.S. Constitution abolished slavery, established the citizenship of formerly enslaved Black people, and granted Black people civil rights, including granting Black men the right to vote. For the Reconstruction period, federal officials and troops remained in southern states, helping to enforce these new rights and administer educational and other programs for the formerly enslaved. As a result, Black people in the South for the first time constituted a community of voters and public officials, landowners, wage earners, and free American citizens. The federal presence also addressed deadly violence Black people faced on a daily basis. Continued support for white supremacy and racial hierarchy meant that slavery in America did not end, it evolved. The identities of many white Americans, especially in the South, were grounded in the belief that they were inherently superior to African Americans. Many white people reacted violently to the requirement to treat their former human property as equals and pay for their labor plantation owners attacked black people simply for claiming their freedom. And in the first two years after the war, thousands of black people were murdered for asserting freedom or basic rights, sometimes in attacks by white mobs in communities like Memphis and New Orleans. Congressional efforts to provide federal protection to formerly enslaved Black people were undermined by the U.S. Supreme Court, which overturned laws that provided remedies to Black people facing violent intimidation. In the 1870s, Northern politicians began retreating from the commitment to protect Black rights and lives, culminating in the withdrawal of troops from all Southern state houses in 1877. In response Racial terror and violence directed at Black people intensified and legal systems quickly emerged to restore racial hierarchy. White southerners barred Black people from voting, created an exploitative economic system of sharecropping and tenant farming that would keep African-Americans indentured and poor for generations, and made racial segregation the law of the land. And this comes directly from our wonderful people at the Equal Justice Initiative on Today in uh, Racial Justice History. April twenty fourth, eighteen seventy seven, and so that was yesterday's, and I'm gonna pause and let you process that before I go to today's.
0: Is I mean, what can you say? You know, is is everything that you know uh, is everything that people say don't exist or never happen or, or want to deny that happens? Like you said, it's the it's it's the opportunity to hit the reset button, like and conveniently forget that kind of stuff, you know, and it's interesting. Where this notion that that type of thought process wasn't out there, this this idea that one group of people didn't believe they were inherently superior to another, but then you have stories like this, you know, where where it becomes evident, yep. where the the truth shines brightly, where
2: where was hidden comes to light. And so, I it this, we're in it
0: because we're in it. We're in the phase in history where we're trying to revise the past and trying to tell it through this lens where people's feelings are caught up in it, where facts aren't facts. Facts right. are facts based on how somebody feels about it, or facts are told to spare the feelings of certain people and when you and it and and it and it always trips me out how feelings are conveniently considered and and when it makes and depending on who it affects right depending on whose feelings are on the ballot
1: correct because people like me and you our feelings don't really matter too much but there are other people whose feelings rule the day
0: right and and you you get hit over the head with things like well you know this happened with other people too and is and when you're like well not not exactly mm -hmm. i get what you're saying but not quite right and what does what happened with them have to do with what happened here
1: right if it takes an entire constitutional amendment for you to be
2: seen as a human being. And
1: then people literally make state laws to reverse that. We're not the same.
0: Because remember, civil rights is about being civil.
1: We're not the same.
0: It's, it's about being treated like a human, not. It wasn't even really about equal. It's, it's about equal as a human being.
1: Like it took a backroom deal for you to be considered a part of the governing class. It took a whole constitutional amendment, marches, protests, all of the above, just for somebody to come up with new ways for them to not treat me like a human being. That's just not, we're not the same.
0: And that's always interesting how
2: everything is relative until it's not. Well, we different though. It's like, how? Yep. I want to, you know, tell you to, you know,
0: this happened in other places of the world too. Okay, I'm sure in other places of the world there's still issues from that that they're trying to fix. Mm-hmm. So, stop trying to tell me to shut up about it because Even it makes it's you.
1: It's not so- on- like if, it's, if, if the difference is not based on your race, right? Like the difference, like you have a homogenous group of people and they enslave other people who look like them, right? Which means that, that that group of people has an opportunity to redeem itself, like to become a part of the governing class. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't have a whole caste system like in some right. colonized spaces where the caste is based on proximity to whiteness. That's different so when people talk about oh well you know the greco-roman slavery like that was a pretty homogenous group of people and so people had an opportunity to work themselves beyond that status of an enslaved person or an indentured person but we have created an entirely i don't know it's like i said if you go to india if you go to all these places where colonization took place and you have all these racial hierarchies and it's literally a caste system based on proximity to whiteness the darker you are the more likely you are to suffer oppression and it's that idea of afro-pessimism
2: shout out to frank wilson yeah. you ready for the next one
0: i think so <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you kid. think
1: you are
2: yeah you think Listen. you are
0: okay so
1: today in history uh 1959 white mob murders mac charles parker in mississippi on april 25th 1959 a white mob in mississippi killed a black man named mac charles parker mr parker had been accused of raping a white woman but emphatically emphatically denied the accusations Statements from those in the community suggested that the woman fabricated the rape claims to hide her consensual affair with a white man in a nearby town, and police officers garnered no conclusive evidence implicating Mr. Parker. Nevertheless, local white men formed a mob intent on killing Mr. Parker before he could stand trial. Days after Mr. Parker was transferred from the Hines County Jail in Jackson to the Pearl River County Jail, a mob seized him from his cell, beat him, and dragged him outside. Bleeding profusely, Mr. Parker begged for his life, but the mob drove to the Bogalusa Bridge, pulled him from the car, and shot him dead. The mob then put chains around Mr. Parker's body and threw him into the Pearl River. His body was found more than a week later. Despite an FBI investigation that identified many members of the lynch mob, no one was ever indicted in Mr. Parker's murder. And again, that
2: comes from uh, today in racial justice history, injustice history from the
0: Equal Justice Initiative. It's just ridiculous.
2: <laughs> you thought you were ready, didn't you?
0: No, I was ready. I was ready. I mean, the fact that again it's not a it's not a surprise, but it's disappointing Definitely. to hear. You know, you know because you, you know these things happen.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: The the history books is it's written. This is not conjecture. This is not, you know, fables and tales. This is not stuff people are creating out of their imagination.
1: Why would you you want to?
0: Right. These are things that actually happen. This isn't something someone pulled from a book. This isn't something that somebody pulled from a movie. This is, this is like real documented fact. Yeah. And, and, and when, and and it's like you, and and it's like you said with the injustice part, right? Mm -hmm. When were these things ever rectified? when were these things ever made right
1: they weren't
0: when were the the culprits who the 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 individuals who committed these atrocities Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what justice did they other than them ultimately dying one day what justice did they face and it's incredible it's incredible the crimes that have The crimes against humanity that have happened, that have gone unchecked, unchallenged, unrectified.
2: That's why you got to know that. That's like. So for me, I'll make an analogy. If I spend my entire existence doing horrible things. But I don't ever see.
1: The, my own chicken's coming home to roost. Right. Then, But what I'm doing is paying a down payment on my
2: descendants to pay for what I just did.
1: And that is why we keep hearing, well, I didn't do it. My ancestors did it. But it's like, no, baby, if they didn't pay for what they did, they just put a down payment on your book whooping. That's all that was. Somebody's got to pay for
2: It's called sowing and reaping.
0: The bill always comes due.
2: It always comes due.
1: Right? And so it's like, you know, have you ever moved into a new place and the person who left their last bill comes to the house? It's not your bill, but it still came to the address. Right. Because the service was rendered there. Right? And so just because that person skipped town and didn't pay the bill doesn't mean that the, the the company is not looking for them to pay their bill.
0: And that those charges didn't incur.
1: Because it's going
2: to be on your credit. Somebody's going to pay for it.
1: And so I feel like they've been putting it on layaway. And each generation been paying just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. But that bill is coming due.
2: Immensely. And just like
1: we haven't been getting our piece of the pie we have been getting denied we have been you know a dream deferred and all kinds of stuff like that at some point our descendants are going to capitalize on everything that has been taken from us this entire time so on and reaping
0: yeah, and, and that's why one of my mottos is conversation and education rule the nation and this whole idea that books are being banned and burned and all of this information is being you know supposedly destroyed but if you don't know your history it's going to repeat itself yeah. and if you don't know what people are capable of if people don't know what people are capable of, are capable of then the right things won't be put in place to prevent you know such things mm-hmm. and, and so it's a it's, it's 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 fascinating but in a it's a morbid fascination it's 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 ridiculous Um. Mm-hmm. That's all I got on that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and
1: uh, on a lighter note, on a lighter note, today is our son's 21st birthday. Happy birthday, Malcolm Isaac.
0: Happy birthday. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Grown up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank God for it that we saw him get to this point. Yes, indeed. Many years to come, Malcolm. Wishing you many
2: blessed years to come.
0: All right, moving moving on to today in technology history. Um, I, wanted like to put, I wanted to put this one out there, you know, trying to remember to do this before we start this, but I'm gonna do it, but no no time is better than the now. Uh, we are not sponsored nor are we supported by these websites. We are t- We are using this information for your educational purposes, and that is that because we find value in this information, but again, we are not sponsored or way, affiliated with these websites and um, providing this information. So, um, yeah, there's no bias here. We're just spitting the facts. Thank you. <laughs> and as we move forward, um, the information that I'm about to present comes from this day in I want to say thank you to those people for presenting this, this incredible information about our history and technology. All right, kicking it right off, we're going to start off. Both of these are in the '90s, six years apart. So the first one is April 25th, 1990. The Hubble satellite well, no, not the Hubble Space Telescope was deployed. Let's get that it.
1: That I feel like.
0: Huh?
1: I feel like I remember that.
0: I think I remember that too. Yeah. All right. The crew of the Space Shuttle Discovery deploys the $2.5 billion Hubble Space Telescope. There will be in there will be initial difficulties caused by a flaw in the design of the telescope's main mirror. Image correction software will keep the telescope useful until corrective optics are installed December of 1993. So it took them three years to get the right to get the right lenses in there.
2: Now what was the hold up, NASA?
0: You know that 2.5 billion in cut cover is so
2: I mean a mess. <laughs> Down there playing in the water, Splash it in the water.
0: All right. Uh, April twenty fifth, nineteen ninety six. Think we all might be familiar with this one. Okay. Yahoo begins advertising its web based search service on national television.
1: You know what? I know she you like
0: Bring the tagline. Do you Yahoo? What? The ass first, the ads first air during the late night. The ads first air during the late night um, show with David Letterman, Saturday Night Live, and Star Trek. This was a very early example of the internet entering into the mainstream.
2: Wow.
0: History, God man.
2: Geez. Yahoo. Okay.
0: like Wow. Yahoo. Yahoo. Wow.
1: <laughs> okay. You did that. Yeah. You did it. I did. I'm, I'm in shock.
0: I'm sorry. That was in my head. That kept ringing in my head. When I saw it, it kept, I kept Ooh. hearing that jingle in my head. I'm in shock. Don't be shocked.
1: I ain't, you know. I'm not judging. I'm just in shock,
0: <laughs> you know. Well, that's it for today in Tech History. All right, what we talking about today, my dear. So, you know, you know my favorite word that I can't stop saying, and I say every <laughs> when I'm thinking while I'm talking is that's you know when you know pops that's out. Your,
1: that's your filler word.
0: Yeah, that's your, my catchphrase. That's, that's
1: like you're processing. That's like thoughts are loading. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's about what that modem sound
1: <laughs> you know what Wow wild tonight okay so tonight's episode is called push it and i wanted you to think about something that Was here yeah yeah so
0: but that, that kind y'all of pushing. feel that
1: you know i don't know if y'all feel that like this whole i feel like the whole world might be in travail definitely the dunlaps i just feel like in this season we're being called to transition to change some of it's you know wanted some of it's unwanted all of us accept it you know what i'm saying but it's like
0: is it just us it's the push i know i know it can't be just us i know for a fact it ain't us i know that for a fact it ain't just us it's something that seems to be in the air I mean, I don't know if wherever you, wherever y'all at, and y'all next to the woods. I know, I don't know if y'all have noticed that the climate is a little bit different than you would expect for this time around, cold. April. Um, so that's a, you know, I know that, that that's not quite what we're talking about, but it's a change that we're not used to because this time last year it was pretty warm here in Texas. Yeah, it's so. been
1: cold, like the other day. I was like, turn on the heat.
0: Yeah, it's, and it's, this
1: is, you know, hot. It's supposed to be hot here.
0: It's supposed to be spring, you know, and um, yeah. But so you know, the world to to is being pushed. Change is a It's being it's being pushed, whether you like it or not, whether you're ready or not. It's like you said. Is some of it is you know I'm sure some of it is wanted. Some of it is unwanted. Some of it is planned. But we accept it. Some of it, it all. is completely unplanned. I mean, you know, like you say, we accept it all, and yeah. in a lot of cases, we have no choice. You know, and 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 sometimes the best my my you know the 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 thing that gets me through especially drastic change is to just go with the flow
3: mm-hmm.
0: and sometimes that's the hardest thing to do yes is to just hop on your canoe and just put your trust in what you believe in whether it's god or whatever you pray to and you just ride with the current you know um because
1: for me when i'm in pain i stop breathing like i just have a tendency to hold my breath but that's so counterproductive like i i remember even you know being in labor with the children and them saying you got to breathe you got to breathe when the contractions come you have to breathe through them you cannot hold your breath it's going to hurt worse and it's going to delay your progress right and so the reason why i keep saying is that whether the changes um are wanted or unwanted acceptance is a non-negotiable because you that's when you don't accept that's like holding your breath
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: you can't stop what god is doing you can try to delay it with disobedience or you can, you know, get out of position and do all kinds of other stuff, but that's only making it harder for you. That's only prolonging your labor. There are things that must be birthed in this earth. There are things that must be birthed in and through you and you got to breathe your way through them. And I remember, you know, just the other day when I was saying to you that I really felt like I'm in labor again, but I feel like it's my soul. hmm You know, like, I really feel like it's my soul. And I'm like, what is this you are doing, God? And it's like, you know, just a reward for, you know, doing well on this level is actually just another challenge. It's another level. Like, you don't get a break. (laughs) You know what I mean? You you don't really get a break. You just, okay, you passed that level. So now it's time to do the next one. And I always think about what you tell me you know when we're going through things or whatever and i come to you i'd be running to you like a little kid it's fine because you're my husband but you always say breathe baby you gotta breathe you hold me tight you said you gotta breathe and that's just and where we are
0: And you know what's interesting the breath is the only thing that we can control
3: that's,
0: that's it good. that's the only thing we can't control our heart beat we can't even we can barely control our thoughts but your breath is the one thing you can control. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I learned that, you know, of course, like I learned, I learned most of my self-control in the ring. And that comes through controlling your breath. Your breath is what makes you panic. It's what it creates your anxiety. It's what it creates your stress. It's what, where, it's where, and if you don't breathe, you basically suffocate in your body. And when your body can't, when, you, when your body doesn't get oxygen, it panics
2: something. So you have
0: this, 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 this cycle. And, and so what I've learned through the breath is that once you concentrate on your breath, you stop focusing on everything you can't control. And it takes, and it takes a purposeful, intentional focus on your breath. And I mean, where you, where you go within and count, you know, like when, and, 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 you know, and it's funny because as a kid, I used to get reprimanded about it. And I and I found myself reprimanding the kids, too, for when we call it huffing and puffing. But it's really the only thing they can literally control. And you got to let them have that breath, even if it is in contempt. Yeah, that's all they got sometimes.
1: That's good, babe.
0: And I used to get again when I was young, I used to get reprimanded for it. And do do it again. Huff and puff again, (laughs) you know. And, and I know I ain't the only one you know and because that was taken as a form of disrespect. it was yeah, almost as, yeah. it was almost as bad as talking back. and but I learned as I got older as I, as I kind of advanced a little bit more, I learned that that was all I had. that the, that controlling my breath was the thing that saved my life because it slowed me down. That's good because it got me out of my head and into my body and your breath is the center of the soul. You know, I was reading something that was talking about, um, you know, because people identify God in different terms. And Yewa is one of those terms. Right. And that's supposed to be the sound of the breath.
3: Mm.
0: You know, and it's and it's interesting when you connect the two It is, you know, because God breathed life into us. Yes. You know, and if, the, and if you don't have oxygen, you die instantly. The body mm-hmm. dies instantly. And it is, it is the, the, you know, the, even the the blood carries oxygen throughout the body. You know, so it, it is the the breath that allows you to stay in control. It is your breath that allows you to focus, you know, and that's, that's how I focus. When I lose, like when I'm in the midst of, when I'm in the midst of change and my anxiety is pumping and I can feel my heart beating in my chest and it feels like I'm, I'm it feels like it's coming out.
3: Yeah.
0: I, yeah. I, I dive into my breath. And more times than not, I have calmed my heart down. I stopped perspiring. My mind stopped racing. And I was able to focus. And in these moments of great change, when we're distracted about the things we don't want, we, 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 that we want to control, but we can't. And the, and the loss of control is, is, is just as bad as loss in general.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, when you feel like you've lost control of something, you know, it, it's like, oh, you know, you panic, you know, if you, you know, uh, a microcosm, if you're walking your dog and your dog take off running, cause you see a squirrel and you lose that, at least you're going to lose your mind because mm-hmm. you're thinking, oh, my dog might, it's going to run in the street and get hit by a car. It's going to run to somebody yard. Somebody might pull their gun out of They might, you know, anything can happen. You know, you, even with your kids, you lose control of your kid, you know, what are they going to do? You know, you know, how am I going to, you know, keep them on task? That's so good, yeah. and and so once you realize it, and and it was a, and I learned really early, you know, I want to say before I was twenty one, that the only thing I can control was myself. Mm. That's the only thing I ever had control over. I can't control what anybody does. I can't control how the ball gonna bounce. I can't say what's gonna happen. But what I can control is me. That's it. And and although my body. The, and although our bodies do, I want to say 95% of the things our body does is involuntary. But the one voluntary thing that your body does have is the breath. That's the only thing that's you good. can control. Because even good. when you go to sleep, your brain's still going. Yeah. You know, and it's the thing, and it's the one thing that's involuntary. That's voluntary. You can't stop your heart from beating. You can't stop your brain from thinking. You can stop it from thinking a thought, but you can't stop it from working. You can't stop your blood from flowing unless you kill yourself. But you know
2: what though? You remember that movie we saw, Silent Twins?
3: uh
1: Uh-huh. I feel like she taught her heart to stop beating. She either learned how to hold her breath until she died. You know, because there's something about survival, like where you you can't force yourself to stop breathing long enough till you die, right? Like, I mean, but if you if something kicks in. But something was wrong with that. You know, like, I think she... I mean, in
0: extreme cases, I think you can voluntarily suffocate yourself.
1: Yeah, what well, she did. She you know, did something and, or she and made and her heart she, stop she, she or
0: something. she was doing this, you know, I mean, who knows how she did that, you know?
1: Well, you know, on the on the movie, they just had her ride in the car. Oh, she was yeah. like, I think I'm finna die. And then she <laughs> just stopped, like, she just, by the time they got to the... If you haven't seen that movie, Silent Twins, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Anyway, I just wanted to...
0: But you know, and you know, I and one of my colleagues, you know, she you know, she says something to me about change. Um and 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 you know, just we were, you know, trying to figure out how we can help with this major change. And and one of the things um she said to me was change is akin to loss.
1: It feels and, like grieving.
0: Hmm? Yeah. It
1: feels like grieving. Like earlier, you know, when I was saying that i'm gonna let go but i'm not gonna pretend like it doesn't hurt
0: yeah and 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 once you accept the fact that change it can equate to loss because you know when something changed something changed that means it's not the same as it used to be right you know it's not what it once was and you know change isn't always an addition sometimes it's a subtraction Mm -hmm. and and it's akin to loss and when you learn and, and when and when she said that to me i was like and it and it and for me it opened up a whole other level of empathy,
3: yeah.
0: Because I'm like, it's not just change, you know. This is, this is major. This is something that you know somebody was used to or somebody was comfortable with for a very long time, and and it's and it's basically being snatched away.
3: Yeah,
1: it could feel and, like all your hopes and dreams. Yeah, it's and, like a relationship. Like yeah. you think about all the times you sacrifice to hold on to it. And you never would have assumed that it would end like this. And if you had thought it would end like this, then you might've let go a long time ago. You know, you might've been like, okay, today I decided that I'm not going to put all this extra time and energy and effort into it because it's not going to work anyway, right? Right. I'll do something else instead. And it's that belief that if I do this or if I give my all, then it's ultimately going to result in more of this or longer of this or greater Mm -hmm. of this. And it just doesn't always work out like that.
0: And- and 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 that's the hard part, you know. We we you know we've been taught that you know if you want more, you do more, right? Right. You know, and that's not always the case. You know, you think if I do more of this, then I, ideally I should get this, and it's like, no, you're gonna keep getting what you got. You, you keep doing what you're doing. That's it. You're gonna get more of what you've been getting.
1: You and sometimes know. it's addition by action, you know. Like sometimes you find yourself in this in this cycle of like, you know, I, I must work harder. If I want things to change, but it's like, if you're working harder in the wrong direction, you still gonna end up in the wrong place.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. The, The point is to work hard in the right direction. So if you find yourself like me, sometimes headed in the wrong direction, right? And you're not sure if that's a sign for you to work harder because you're not a quitter, right? You like to see things through to the end and it's hard for you to tell like, okay, does this mean that's the writing's on the wall that I should stop? Or is this the time for me to dig in and exercise my faith and just trust God and da 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 And God might be saying like, girl, I had to G- turn on your GPS. You lost. Yeah, you were supposed to go in that direction, but you should have made a U-turn and went to the side street five miles ago.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But you were just so busy. Like, you know, I was thinking about when I had to uh, go to Harlingen for the testing. And I had Waze running, but but Waze, when you're on the phone talking, Waze does not come through the Bluetooth. Right. So there were several times when Holy Spirit said, check your phone, like lift it up and see what Waze is telling you to go. And do you know, like less than a mile, I was supposed to turn or get on a new freeway or whatever, and I would have missed it.
0: Right, if you were waiting on if I was expect, waiting
1: on Waze to tell me what to go, expect, I had to stop to and it. physically look because I was so I wouldn't say I was distracted, but it took me a while to realize, okay, Waze is not talking to me. What's going on? Right. And if you have a hundred miles on the same sh- road, you know what I'm saying it, it could feel like okay, I'm going in the right direction. I know I got a hundred miles, but if you've been talking that whole time and you don't realize, dang, I've been on the phone this whole hundred miles. Now it's time for me to shift and go somewhere else. Yeah, you're gonna be messed up and that's kind of how life is you know I just I think that um in this season I, I got more questions than I got answers you know and I know I can't be the only one
0: but that's life I mean that should be that should always be the case if you're that's not learning good. if you're not learning you know you're dying you know if you're not if you're not growing you're dying and you know I wanted to kind of touch on something that you mentioned about you know, we 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 because we were in this culture where we value working hard. Yeah. When really, what we should value is value instead of That's working so harder. So smart. Value impact. No, because I that, I didn't come up with that. I can't remember where I got it from. I heard that the other day and I had to write it down. I was like, but you're in the right place
1: to hear. Credible. So,
0: it is. You know, focus on value mm-hmm. instead of working hard. And we and we we equate working hard with some level of satisfaction because we got this grind culture that we're supposed to grind and grind and grind. We're, yeah. You know, you can grind on a lot and not do nothing. You can grind on a whole lot of stuff. Like I can go and make a thousand paper airplanes that they have absolutely no value to anybody. But I just worked all, I just put in all that work yeah, to make a thousand paper airplanes, you know, and I just worked my thing. I got paper cuts and everything to prove it. But it's like, okay, what, like to what value are these paper airplanes? That's good. And 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 it's like we 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 again we get jaded, you know. We get jaded into this idea that if I'm not working hard, then I'm not adding value. And it's like if you're working hard, if you if you're putting in more work than the value you give, you got to reassess what you're doing. Do you feel you like that's
1: a trauma informed response,
0: though? I don't think it's a trauma informed response. I I I know you know what I'm 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 I'm, 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 gonna, dig- I'm gonna take a step back i think it could be
3: Mm -hmm.
0: and i think it's and i think when it's a trauma-informed response it's about expressing your value
1: that's it you just keep trying to prove your worth
0: you're trying to prove your worth by giving more Mm -hmm. more if i give more it's kind of and that's kind of like what what we were talking about earlier with you know keep doing some keep working at something expecting a different result but it's like yeah, but you, I know you're you you, you you're thinking that if I give more of this, then mm-hmm. I should get this. But it's like, no, you're not looking at the math. If you put this in and you don't get what you intend to get out of it, but if you think if I keep doing it, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to get you're going to get ultimately what you want. It's like, no, just because your logic tells you that if I put in a I should get B, you got to look at your results. That's that's what you know, that's how you when you got to start looking at your data. Yeah, that's
1: oh, it. Oh, data driven you know. living.
0: Yeah, if you put in A and what, and you get Z out, and like I didn't expect Z, I expected B, but I'm gonna do A again and expect and I'm gonna keep doing A until I yeah. get B. It's like, nah, dude, you you got to stop. Okay, I'm not. I've been doing this forever. Yeah. I am not getting what I want. So yeah. it's either I'm gonna keep grinding until something breaks on one end, and I'm forced to change, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna look at my data and say, okay. What value is it for me to keep doing this? And then you I either decide that. I'm gonna either change or I'm gonna keep doing the same thing. But it depends on, but again, it's that it's that value. Yeah. You know, and what, what
1: you what, value in each season of your life can be different. It should be different. Right. What you value, you know, in one season of your life, like you can't expect for that same thing to bring you joy or fulfillment for the rest of your life. Now, sometimes it can
0: yeah and and that's and that's and and that's what and and that's if you are lucky that's you you can't feel
1: guilt or shame that what you invested a whole bunch of time and energy in in one season is not where you want to spend that time i mean that's like how people stay in bad relationships right because they think about all the time and energy they invested and they're like i can't leave this because look how much i put into it and it's like "Hmm."
0: and and change is the one thing that you know is going to happen
1: that's it
2: it's guaranteed
0: and the the truth is is that we as humans we we thrive off of perceived stability Mm -hmm. and you know and if we could learn to you know you can't predict it but anticipate it
1: even if the stability is painful
0: you know yeah exactly i know what i'm getting yeah like i know that kind of hurt i'm
1: scared of the other kind of hurt
0: right the devil you know versus the one you don't
1: yeah i know that kind of abuse i'm scared of the other kind of abuse or maybe i'm scared i'm more scared of being alone than i am of being abused
0: and, and i and i don't think there's nothing wrong because as a man who who values you know taking care of my family taking care of my business you know you expect and we appreciate a, that by the way you, you expect to be in a in a stable place to be able to do so but, you know, one of the things that I'm working on is being ready for change. That's good. Not that, you know, regardless of whether I choose it or it chooses me. The change. You know, being able to adjust to change is a mindset mm-hmm. and having an understanding that, hey, look, man, this is the one thing that's going to always happen. Things going to always change. Whether it's the color of your hair, the conditions of your teeth, whether it's, you know, your car, your yard. I mean, what, what, whatever the case may be, change is inevitable. It's and true. I'm not saying that doesn't mean zig and zag and go from here and go from there and don't value anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it just means you have to be ready for it. You have to be ready to lean into it. And you, and, and you can't get there until you understand what change again, what change is. And, and you know, and I was, you know, and, and just kind of, and I wrote some thoughts down, you know, just kind of on that note about it equating to loss, okay. because when you lose something that leads to fear, That's it. worry that it, which leads to grief, which leads to, which can lead to anger and resentment, mm-hmm. which can lead to sadness. But if you're not, if, if you're not prepared if you struggle with change, you're going to ultimately go through all of those phases. And the truth is, is that
1: that's so good.
0: There's no wrong way to deal with change. And the the, big, the worst thing you can do is turn against yourself for how you feel about it. Is to deny yourself. Like, man, my whole world, my whole paradigm, the you know, the, my whole paradigm has changed. And the worst thing you can do. Is to turn against yourself. Is to uh, is to criticize yourself. Is to be is to be is to feel bad about how you feel about it. And and I think that in order to get through the changes, you got to let yourself go through them phases. To get to, you got to allow yourself to feel what you feel to mourn. You know to mourn what was, and there's nothing wrong with that. And that's the thing. And you have to give yourself permission to mourn what was because holding on to it again. We talked about it, either you let go or you get dragged. Right. Either you hold on to either you hold on to where it was and get dragged by what's changed that's or it. you get pulled in two different directions. and You get snatched apart.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But either way it go, things are going to change. You know, and it, 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 and it's really up to you how you maneuver in it. And I'm not saying that change is ever easy. Yeah. It's never easy on, on whatever scale you put it on. Change is never easy. Even, even if you plan it, what you got to always remember that change for you also means change for other people.
2: Because I'm going to tell you something.
0: Which may not be easy for them.
1: And you know, here's the thing: we're we're always at all times on both sides of that change. Mm -hmm. You can be killing yourself trying to be stability for somebody else, but you cannot control when change happens in that person's life. Right. And when change happens for them, they got to bob and weave to survive it, just like you got to bob and weave when change happens to you. Right. And it's hard not to take that change personal right yep. it's hard not to feel like after all this and then this is what you you know it's hard not to take that change personal but they can't help the change happen in their life anymore than you can help when change happens in your life The what what matters is how they respond to the change right. and how they inform you of the change like let's be kind to each other you know what i'm saying like change is inevitable everybody has to go through it but let's be kind to each other when we're going through these. You know, if you you are a person who's responsible for other people, think about how you would want somebody to tell you that change is coming. Mm -hmm. You know, don't just just treat people like you wouldn't want to be treated. Don't do that. People have livelihoods. They have families. They have, you know, countless years invested into things. Honor that. Because you are guaranteed to be on the other side of somebody else's change at some point and how would you want to be treated when it's your turn
0: and and i think that one, one thing i've learned is that not taking things personal is a skill it is That's, that is not something that is a natural thing because everybody because we live in a world where the eye is at the center of everything mm-hmm. it is the change and in re- re- in reflection of how it affects the eye and eye and when you learn that it's you in the world and not the world in you you can remove yourself and say okay this change although it's affecting me it's not about me yeah it is not because i did anything and it's not towards me and sometimes that's really hard it is but my motto is anything that's difficult is usually worth it anything that's a challenge to get to whether it's a mindset a goal strategy building whatever it is it's usually worth it in the end
1: you might be right
0: and you know learning how to not take things personal is one of the greatest things i've ever learned now I ain't, i'm not saying that it, it don't take me a minute to get there sometimes <laughs> because your initial response is your initial response yeah pain is pain yeah you know how you know ouch is ouch. you know like hey yeah. man that sucks but you have to ultimately grow there, you know, and and also ulti- and it'll get easier once you start to realize, like, okay, that wasn't about me. Like a, a prime example, you know me when I'm in the car. I'm a, sometimes I'm a rate. I'm a lunatic in the car, but. It takes time for me, but once I started, once I get in that space, where I'm like, you know what, that person probably going to get their kid. They probably late to get their kid from preschool. They probably got an emergency. Mm-hmm. They probably they probably got a beautiful something waiting for them, and they trying to hit, and they late for their date. They probably trying to, you know, they probably just trying to get to work, you know, and they're not thinking about anybody, but trying to get to. It's about them in that yeah. moment. Yeah. And and when you and when you cannot take that personal. Even to the point where it's like you're so selfish, it's just like, well, it's they life, you know. And you know, um, and and and, it, and one of the greatest lessons I learned, I learned while driving, and it was when my cousin was teaching me to drive. And he and and my, and my mom always taught me this too is you got to drive for yourself and everybody else because most it. people just thinking about themselves, most people just trying to get where they're going. That's it, and you know, they're gonna they're gonna cut you off, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna, you know almost run you off the road they're going because they're just trying to maneuver to their space and you know and you know but digressing to the notion of change and, and taking things personal and and recognizing that you know nobody's immune to it no everybody is subject to it everybody is and when you have people that count on you nobody is everybody's affected by your decisions whether good be they good or bad and you know and 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 i know as when you're especially when you're young yeah you know you're not nobody's immune to the decisions of their parents Mm -hmm. you know just like nobody no child is just like your children are not immune to your decisions and the people you're connected to are affected by your change that's it everybody associated with everybody associated with you Feels when you're they they they, they are they're affected by your change on some level, so it's uh-huh. like ch- change is change is change. This world is a giant jigsaw puzzle, yes. and when one thing changes, something changes somewhere else. It's six degrees of separation, and when something changed it affects at least six people,
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know. And and so it's you know, in it, and, and it's the easiest thing to fight against, but it's the hardest thing to lean into. And when you master the art of leaning into change, yeah, you, life looks different. Um, I, I like, I'm, I, I cannot say that I've mastered it, but having just a simple understanding <laughs> that, okay, this is supposed to happen.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Now I can either sit here and I can cry and I can wallow in this, yeah. or I could take a deep breath center myself and figure out the next steps. Yeah. Because once you get out of your head and get into your, get out of your head and get into your breath the, breath, the oxygen shoots what you need to your brain. When you suffocate the brain, the brain can't think. But when you give your brain time to breathe, the brain can think. That's the cute. brain can get blood flow. You can get the junk out your brain and you get the thoughts that you need. You will see clear, you will hear clear. You hear God when God speaks to you.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You can see the moves you can make, and 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 it's not going to always be clear up front. But if you if if you commit to riding change, be that be whatever that change may be, you will ultimately find the cookie crumbs you need to get where you need to go.
1: Yeah, and I think it's good to you know just remember that no matter whatever if you're if you're walking with god he's not ever going to ask you to give up anything that he wouldn't replace with something better Every if he asks you to warm. give up something it's because he's trying to give you something Absolutely. and whatever that thing is he's asking you to give up that's like your sacrifice and he's asking you to move it out of the way so that he can give you what it is that he really wants you to have and so you can't feel that having to give things up is a failure sometimes you were sometimes having to give it up is a reward because you were a good steward over the little and so he's trying to give you much Mm -hmm. you know but if you are only looking at what you have to give up then you won't see the blessing and the miracle of what's coming towards you you just you know and so that don't have a tantrum you know you're asking for this to eat but mama and daddy know Mm -mm this is this is much better but you just want what you want right so you're gonna sit in the floor and kick and scream because you can't have it so let's not do that but i'm glad we had this conversation tonight
0: you know and before, before we close you know i do want to add something else and i think this is one of the more important aspects in times of change it's easy like i said to get focused on the eye mm-hmm. but when you look up you realize that there's a lot of other people going through change too. That's it. And we're better together.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And when you mm-hmm. I mean, you connect with somebody who's also going through change and you got, mm-hmm. and y'all can you know and they connect with somebody else and you build a group that supports each other through that change, then before you know it, you're on the other side of it. That's it. Nobody's an island, and it's easy to get so caught up in your head thinking that it's me, 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 me you take it personal but once you recognize wait a minute it ain't just me this isn't about me or something i did and you start reaching out hey i'm going through these changes man you know and and even if it's just talking you know you will find your way you'll either find that somebody got an answer that you're looking for or you might just be able to release some steam or somebody can help you see something that you overlooked what about this (gasps) yeah I can't believe I didn't, you know, and and you'd be surprised at what you'll find when you, you know, I don't want to say give up on yourself, but give up being by yourself. Mm -hmm. Give up being, give up doing it on your own, you know, because the only, the the easiest way to get through something is together. Somebody said, you know, I can't remember who, I think I can't remember who said it, but I I think it was, um, I I don't know, but it was, is one of the, the best quotes ever. If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. You know, especially when it's hard because two people can lift something much easier than one person.
1: Except for when you the crew on Cocaine Bear,
0: they didn't work out good together. Ooh, if y'all ain't seen Cocaine Bear, do yourself a favor. (laughs) It's one of the craziest movies in the world, but it's (laughs) worth watching. Uh, it was, that teamwork it was, wasn't
1: making the dream work.
0: No, nah, it, it wasn't. But it, it it was it was it was, at, it, it <laughs> was enough. To, it was enough to capture it. It was enough to capture my attention. Capture our attention. So mm-hmm. it did something. Um, they they made it. They made them together. Made a pretty good um, entertaining crew. Yeah. So yeah. if you haven't seen Cocaine bad check that one out. It's, <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. It's funny. I don't I don't know if it's intended to be funny, but it is. I, so.
1: I think so. I think so. Yeah. I think it has a lot of comic relief in it.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, all right, my sweet. I think we're coming to a close. Yeah. How you want to wrap it up? hanging out
1: with me tonight. I just want to say, um, honestly, I just want to encourage everybody, right? Like if you're going through change, don't stop, just keep going.
0: Yeah, reach out to somebody. It's
1: going to work out one way or the other, you know, but you got to keep going. If you're in the middle of a tunnel, you don't just stop in the middle of it and kick and scream, you keep going.
0: Yep, because you're going to get to the other side.
1: We'll get to the other side. And, you know, to those of you who are like in this, as Bishop Jackson say, nebulous, indescript place, and you don't know which way to go, left or right. It's okay to pause. Yeah. Sure. It's okay to pray. It's okay to fast. It's okay to do whatever you need to do. It's okay to 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 seek godly counsel. It's okay. Pl- many plans fail for lack of many advisors. Like, don't just sit in your head and talk to yourself. put it out in front of some people that you trust go to places that have wisdom and see what they say about that situation you'd be surprised how much clarity you get if you just get out of your own head talk to somebody there's There's no shame in being in feeling stuck right Mm -hmm. the shame Mm -hmm. is in staying stuck
0: yep and you are not your best counsel Mm -hmm. you cannot give yourself advice that just it just don't because you're going to always tell yourself what you want to hear that's it so you do not count <laughs> you giving yourself <laughs> a fight do, does not count The one count. thing i know is when you have you yourself and i all on the same page y'all become <laughs> y'all become a team and exact you can exacerbate a lot of unnecessary things so yes. seek counsel outside your own head that's not to say you're not smart it's not to say you don't know what you're talking about but but sometimes sometimes you, don't, though. sometimes you don't sometimes you don't
1: thank you for always just walking this journey with me and
2: being my booski hey
0: you hold my hand so you know you're my <laughs> girlfriend so you know
1: you gonna carry my books
0: yeah I carry your books
1: okay thank you I'm gonna wear your jacket
0: I was just about to say that I gave you my jacket too well now you, you share a locker now you took my jacket so you know I ain't had no choice <laughs> I
1: don't finna hang up on you <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in with us this has been another episode of in it together with the dunlaps i'm shakima
0: and i'm deontay and we another are the dunlaps. dunlaps yes we are and you can catch us again same black time same black channel we probably we, we ain't gonna i don't think we're gonna take a break next week yeah. um uh, but you know if we do we'll let you know but you break know, next week you know sometimes we'll sometimes you know, sometime we be needing some time off you know yeah
1: mostly uh, but, for travel
0: though yeah you know we got to do what we got to do and You know, sometimes we got to, you know, sometimes we got to put a pause on it for the cause. You know, it is what it is. But, you know, we always going to come back to you, give you what we give you, and give you how we do it, do it best. You know what I'm saying? But we want to thank y'all for tuning in. 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Same time, same place. Facebook Live. You can catch us on Spotify. You can catch us on YouTube and all that stuff. Wherever you you, feel stream, podcast. podcast,